Hello and welcome back to the Hopeless Professionals Podcast. This is Travis and Damon. And we're back at you. It's been a little bit, but we're here to talk about some of the things that have been going on that we've missed and uh, what we have been doing and what we can be doing in the future. We've got some exciting news. We're going to talk a little bit about E3 and um, stuff that we're currently playing. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll dive right on into the news. Let's do it. The most prominent news that we probably missed, obviously, last week being E3. Um, you know, a lot of announcements, a lot of the different uh, people talking about their opinions. Some are really excited, some much less excited. Uh, what did you think overall about this year's E3? You know, I did not expect a ton of like groundbreaking announcements this year, simply because we're kind of getting to the end of the console generation. So, yeah, that's a you know, really I, good point. Go I, ahead. That, I think that's. I didn't even realize that. I think it was the Kotaku podcast had prefaced that before E3, and I wasn't sure. It was the first time I had ever really heard that uh, kind of phrase that way. So people talking about, um, you know, the news of will they announce the next generation? I think um, Xbox has announced that they are working on was it codenamed Scarlet. Which is the something next, like that? Yeah. So, uh, but then the PlayStation CEO said that they're two years out from announcing the next PlayStation. Uh, people didn't necessarily know whether to believe that or not. Uh, but obviously, uh, a lot of great announcements. Um, a couple new announcements um, that people think will be more for next gen, uh, but have been announced now that seem pretty far out. But uh, what are some things you know? If you had to pin down your top five, what do you think your favorite announcement was as far as games? You know, so the, the the way that E3 was structured was a little bit different than E3s in the past. There was a lot of – it was a lot longer than it used to be. Uh, it, it seems like they started like two days earlier than normal, and it was interesting in the fact that there just really didn't seem like a whole lot. But I did find enough that I was excited for um, in a couple different – in a different things – it's interesting to hear that Microsoft is working on new hardware. It's not surprising. We, we know that PlayStation is going to be doing the same, and Nintendo has already said that they're working on whatever the next iteration is, what they're doing. So hardware isn't a big surprise, although I did find it surprising that they didn't go into a little bit more detail, but I guess that's just because the current generation is kind of going so strong at the moment. I think PlayStation's up to... 74 75 million units sold uh the switch is probably the best-selling console ever i think so far at this point in its life cycle i think you're right um i think if i saw i saw something and i want to say it was for last month but the playstation 4 was still the i think it was the top selling console last month it was something like the top selling skew or console or or hardware unit or something along those lines and then nintendo was number two mm-hmm. i think in either one of those situations as well what do you think so those means, two are doing great so do you think that the reason that they're not talking too much I, I find it interesting that xbox now is talking about their next generation a, a little more a little more out in the open than say playstation is when realistically they haven't lowered the price of the xbox one x and the playstation 4 pro is still 
I mean, not a whole, I mean, I like it and I have one, but there's still not a whole lot of reasoning behind buying either one of those consoles, especially with Microsoft and their their first party games, you know, always being a topic of conversation despite yeah. them buying four new studios, I think it was. They bought five new studios, I believe. Yeah, four or five. Um so I have an Xbox One X, and I I use it now to watch Hulu. That's really all <laughs> that I've done on it. Although you and I are planning on using our Xboxes a little bit more in the near future, which we will talk about later on in this podcast. Um, I you know I, I honestly think that I would have been happier buying an Xbox One S because it, it was more way more affordable and. Um, you know, the games are still there regardless. And, and Xbox has that whole play anywhere thing where now if you buy an Xbox game, you can play it on your PC. You know, it's like you can play it no matter where you buy it, which is a pretty cool initiative. And Sony would be wise to maybe adopt a similar policy in some sort of way if they were able, because that well, is one you, thing I think in moving on that Microsoft will be able to leverage in their you know, as a positive for them. Yeah, definitely. To I mean, to piggyback on what you're saying right now, they're working really hard, Microsoft and Nintendo, on Minecraft and cross-platform. So, um, which know, is yeah, the funniest um, Twitter um, promotional thing I've, I think I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, just really just digging the knife into Sony um, in terms of cross-play. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and the C- the ex CEO came out and said it was just about profitability. I mean, even I was. Uh, I was pretty surprised when I couldn't use my previous login when I played a couple games of Fortnite on my Nintendo Switch. Um, that was before I found Stardew Valley and refused to play anything else. But um, but it was pretty interesting. Um, but the announcements themselves, I think there's still a lot to look forward to. Um, oh, absolutely. The um, I think we saw a couple of things. One thing that I didn't see that I was expecting a little more of were release dates for some of those games that everybody's anticipating. Um, especially the Sony ones. Especially the Sony ones, since they were so willing to tell us what for they were willing to talk about in great depth. They showed some gameplay and a couple of different things, but no real release dates, um, you know, specifically for The Last of Us 2. Um, Ghost of Tsushima yes. does not have a release date yet. Right, Spider-Man um, uh, does have Death one. Death Stranding. Death Stranding is the weirdest game I think I've ever seen. I, you know, I really liked Metal Gear Solid Five's opening. I didn't play much more because, you know, there's just so many games to play, and I think we were really going hard on Destiny at that time. Um but, I, I, you know, it was a PlayStation Plus game in a, a couple weeks ago, or I'm sorry, a couple months ago. And I, if you were smart enough to add it to your library, um, I would say you should check out the opening chapter because it is mind-blowing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's so cool. It's just totally just out there and, 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 and really twisted. It's really neat. And if, if he can take that sort of direction and make a whole game out of it. I think it'll be pretty cool if there's action, if there's stealth, if there's whatever the hell is going on. I, I, I don't want to see how he does when he's not constrained. And now that Sony's given Kojima, uh, something to, to kind of just have freedom with. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he's going to do well, especially whenever he could just kind of do what he wants to with the, the series itself. I think if I had to 
say what I was most excited for. I mean, obviously there's, there's a ton of stuff, but for the reasons that I, I have, I think my number one, if I had to like list it out one through five, I'm most excited for what fallout 76 can bring to, to kind of that bridge that fallout single player experience with, you know, kind of like the, combine it with uh, I'll use the destiny as just an example of yeah. being able to go out into the, the wilderness or the, you know, the wastelands with, uh, you know, your buddies and stuff and, uh, and kind of do a couple of things like that. I think that that's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's something I'll get a lot of gameplay out of, especially if they, you know, Bethesda does really well with the fallout games. So I look forward to seeing that all kind of tied together and the earlier, you know, saga of what the wasteland is. Whereas in some of the other fallout games are, you know, even a hundred years after this game is set. Oh yeah. I mean, I did not play much of fallout four, but I want to, and I think them having a single player, like story driven thing combined with a, like a four player co-op is going to draw me into that sort of game much more than it has in the past. So I agree with you that, that, that it's pretty exciting. Um, something that I'm looking forward to specifically, I would, I want to say that gears five, just the, the cinematic trailer for that blew me away. It was so dark and well, acted and the graphics and i am a huge fan of the gears games and i just couldn't i was i knew they were going to announce it it just felt it inside me that that was going to come but when they finally got around to it which was right at the end of their conference i I just thought that it's cool that one they're having a female protagonist be the main character and two i just like i said the the direction the art direction the, the the way that they designed that trailer was just so awesome yeah, it was it was really well done. I, you know, when streaming and jumping around right now on Twitch, you see that a lot, and it's probably one of the main ads that I don't skip or just, you know, do something else while watching, just because it there's an intensity there that's uh, that's fun to watch. And, yeah. Uh, I know that we've, we've got a couple plans uh, when it comes to getting caught up in the saga that we'll talk about here in a little bit, but uh, I know we want to move quickly here. Yeah, um, give me something else that you're excited for. I think would and no no super surprise here uh but i recently streamed the last of us uh in entirety without really meaning to i wanted to start it so that i could play it later in the year and i just couldn't (laughs) put it down so um the last of us 2 i'm really excited playing that again getting you know right back into not only the world but the characters and and the kind of the context that they may be picking back up with the fireflies and everything i think that would be my next in line as far as excitement goes um, really looking forward to seeing how they flesh that out. I, I'm going to piggyback right off this and and just say that that I knew that game was going to be cool, but seeing gameplay of it just absolutely floored me. The way that that Ellie moves through the environment, the way that the characters are animated, just I mean, I've never seen more realistic, lifelike animations in my entire life and so brutal i mean it's definitely setting the tone there and you know they talked to about it with neil Druckmann, who is the, the now the vice president of naughty dog but he's also like the creative director of that franchise at the moment and he said that he he needs the violence to be as brutal as it is because i guess you need to really feel it it has to be meaningful and i think that they're doing it in a way that makes it interesting and it's not 
what's the word I'm looking for? They do, they're not they're not doing not. it just to, to kind of be like, hey, look at how violent we are. No, right. Well, there's always game. that balance, and that's when the thing the first one did extremely well was you've got Joel, who's this broken man that's been through so much, who ultimately doesn't want to be a killer, but you know, and I'll say similar to Kratos, where you, I mean, you know, when he has to get it done, he gets it done, and it's it's fight or flight, and uh, yeah, and it the the stakes are high, and and you have to do certain things to survive, and I think they do that really well in a world building sense of things. Absolutely. Um, so now that I piggybacked off of you, I'm going to pick something that I'm really excited for, and I'm going to pick something that's coming out this fall, and that is the Spider-Man game for PS4. I thought that it looked good. And I, I was excited to play it as it kind of being a continuation, you know, spiritually of the Spider-Man 2 game that was on, you know, the a couple of generations ago. I think it was PS2 and Xbox, yeah. the original one. And the way that they made that game, the way that you flew around the city with the webs and stuff was so cool. But hearing people at E3 play it and say that the way that you move in that game just feels so incredible, just really kind of you know, sealed the deal for me on that one. And I know that that's going to be a game that I'm going to stream the hell out of come fall and probably play through it with my son, who's an absolute Spider-Man fanatic. I bought my son Spider-Man shoes today, so I can definitely <laughs> relate to that. I think the uh, most uh, impressive thing that I've seen is the they had the side-by-sides of just, you know, going through the city uh, and doing the web-slinging things and seeing just how dynamic the new environments yes. are. Not only with... Uh, you know the graphics but just as far as like how you know how you're moving through the air how the webs are connecting what your options are you know it's it's not it's not straight through you know it, it, they do really well with that but yeah um, i had a i had a really hard time you know we we compiled a list of of five and i think the next one for me and i surprisingly some of the things that we're leaving out i think are the most hyped and, uh, and I think, you know, for me, I think that's a reason because I'm not super high on some of them. But the next one for me is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, it looks so good. So good. I mean, between the this year playing all those damn God of War games, how much we've played and talked about the uh, Assassin's Creed Origins game, to see that new style of Assassin's Creed and for them to come out so quickly with another game that they're so excited about, I cannot wait 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 now the only thing that's upsetting is that it also comes out so so within the same time frame as that spider-man game so it looks like and this another fall. game that we're excited for which i think i'm gonna let you come to after i say what i okay i want next yeah it's gonna be a busy fall um it really is but yeah go ahead so what's your your number three so honestly um i I, well, I would say that i'm probably on number four now because i think number two for both of us was the last of us part two and i yeah. think that's fair to include there so um this is number number four for me is the the pokemon games the let's go pikachu and let's go eevee yes. and the reason why i'm so just i cannot wait to play them is one it's a recreation of pokemon yellow which is probably one of my favorite ones besides maybe gold and silver and then two it's it's kind of got this revamped design that's supposed to be you know welcoming for newcomers and i just i i I want to take the whole game. I want to play it with my son and just because he's already excited for it. But I think that being able to play a game like that two player from start to finish, like drop in, drop out is mm-hmm. just going to be such a blast that I absolutely can't wait to play. It. I think there's a lot of things that they're going to do really well with it. I'm excited to just have that kind of game on the, the switch. I know that we've been playing some Pokemon quest on there, which I'm more excited about it becoming a mobile game than anything. 
but I do look forward to that. And uh, the main thing is next next fall, so a year from this fall, uh, they're going to give us the next continuation solely for the Switch instead of just a port of well, not even a port main game. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be really cool. Um, so you made you made this one easy for me because that was my number four, but I think this next one for me is going to be Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, which a game that was noticeably absent from E3. Oh, it was, wasn't it? That's why it's not on my list. I just wrote it. Okay, fine. So, if I, not Red Dead Redemption Two, but I am excited for that. Um, Absolutely. I would do the Destiny Two Forsaken DLC. Um, a lot of it's really, really cool, good. Yeah, I mean, after you know they they put so much work into it that the community was involved in. Um, it comes out in September, uh, right around my birthday. So I'm September fourth. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Um, seeing what's going on, the new modes, adding PvP and PvE, I think there's a lot of good changes coming. Um, you know, we'll oh. uh, we'll talk about those changes and some of that stuff in a different podcast. But um, that's I want to say though that I think to. that Gambit mode looks really cool, and hearing people rave about how much fun it was, exciting. Yes. Yeah, very exciting to say the least. I'm I'm very very happy with what they've done, um, and the negative responses and the roadmaps and everything Bungie seems to have done really well um the only thing that i'll say that i find questionable is the rumor mill saying that they're currently working on another ip and it's possible that they wind up selling destiny to activision and working on something else so again i wouldn't no i agree with you 100 percent. yeah so a different podcast but uh, uh what about you um so there are probably a number of other games that I could put here as my, my fifth choice. Um, Cyberpunk, I, I want to say that that is it, but I can't because we haven't seen it. We saw a trailer, and it looked cool, and we've heard about it. It's a first-person RPG, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pick that because also we don't know when it's coming out. Um, there was also a bunch of other games from Microsoft's conference they they had something like sixty world premieres, most of which are multi platform. But hey, uh, there all a lot of it did look pretty cool. But I have to I have to pick one from the Nintendo E three presentation that is always near and dear to my heart, and that's Fire Emblem. To see them announce Fire Emblem Three Houses, you know, a new console Fire Emblem that looks like it's got full cinematics and voice acting, and it actually looks like it has some new gameplay mechanics. I and I just knowing that that comes out in probably the next eight to ten months is all I need to know right now in the meantime and to keep me hooked on playing the Switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's hard to hard to talk you into playing the Switch. This thing is amazing. Which let's see. Okay, so if I, I had to put a fifth here, this one was actually tough, and now I still I can't bring myself. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, despite wanting to, I, I'm skeptical of Anthem in EA, so I'm not going to say that. I agree with you on Cyberpunk. Really excited for the God of War New Game Plus. But I'm going to go with the new Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider uh, is, is actually very special to me, uh, mainly because of the, it was one of the first games that I ever streamed. Um, you know, PlayStation camera sitting on the couch, just, <laughs> you know, doing it for the hell of it. And uh, I remember that it was so much fun. You know, I, my thing is always, for whatever reason, been the bow mechanic, you know, 
parentheses, Destiny 2 Forsaken, close parentheses. Uh, yeah. You know, but I, I think that they're going to do a lot there. Um, you know, they're talking about it being much darker. Again, this was, you know, announced on the uh, Microsoft stage, but it's going to be on all platforms. Um, yes. So that's, that's going to be really exciting. Um, I look forward to, to streaming and playing that, which I'm assuming, I don't remember if, they, if there's a release date, but that comes out in It's the September. same day as Forsaken, I believe. Interesting. And that, or it's the same day as Spider-Man. It's one of the two, because Spider-Man's the seventh and Forsaken's the fourth. Yeah, and the fourth I think is Tomb Raider's Tuesday, literally so in one of those. So yeah. the fall, I mean, September has too much stuff. Well, that's like <laughs> uh, October totally of last fine. year. It just wasn't... It wasn't right. Um, well, cool. I think that, you know, we, we'll we we'll go into more. We're wanting this podcast to be a little shorter than some of the other ones we've done just because we want to, you know, get back into the swing of things. But, oh, yeah. um, you know, we have been doing quite a bit. Uh, the Hopeless Professionals are still alive and well. Uh, one of the things we've been doing a lot of is uh, streaming over on Twitch. Um, you know, there's a pretty good chance that if you're listening to this, you may have dropped by for a stream or two. So we, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, we recently, I guess yesterday, within the last 48 hours or so, reached our affiliate status. So, you know, affiliate hype in the chat. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. And uh, right now we're at 124 followers and five subscribers. So thank you guys. Um, you know, those... The follower numbers mean the most. You know, we can't we can't stress enough. Thank you guys for hanging out. We just want to meet people. You know, for hanging out with new people in Discord every day, and uh, just trying to build a community of people that like games for gaming and uh, want to hang out and have fun. So, you know, it's it's so cool. We're so humbled by so much. So, thank you. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. We 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 were trying to hit that fifty follower goal for so long, then we blew past it, and then had to wait for the uh, the affiliate invite because. You, uh, I streamed your living room for 14 hours, but Hey, whatever is a great living room though. It really was. It really was. And I remember watching it and I'm like, is, did you come home early from work and start to stream and then forget to do something? And you were like, no, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, I stressed out that day. I was like calling my neighbors and stuff. It was, it was a thing. However, so we made it past that. Um, it was funny. My wife actually left work that day to come turn the stream off. So, um, <laughs> but you know, a special thanks goes out to, uh, David and Barry, the two mods for our Twitch yes. and our Discord. I mean, just can't thank you guys enough doing so much. Um, you know, especially whenever we're getting live, we're doing Jackbox streams and stuff. You guys are participating and make sure everything else is going great and everybody's having a good time. Uh, personally, big thanks to my wife, Ashley, who's been so helpful in making sure that these things can happen and helping with the scheduling and stuff. So, you know, being the family guys and the gamer and stuff, that's one thing. Your family's just can yeah can be everything and so making this stuff happen on top of it can be so much so thank you to everybody who's not only listening but everybody behind the scenes as well uh and i would like to say you know despite the fact that i was taking a class that just sucked all my time off and i started a new job and i really thought about just quitting this this like gaming blog podcasting thing because i just felt so overwhelmed i will i would like to say thanks to my wife as well who basically said no if you enjoy this and you want to do it then you need to find time for it and then i kind of that was the little light bulb in my head that i was like okay i do want to do this good and then that kind of helped me to get back into starting to blog again and wanting to make more videos and and getting on and actually streaming i started to stream the last of us uh, which i will continue throughout the next couple weeks it's just, I mean, and then I'm so thrilled that we've gotten to this point now and having a blast on the stream last night, hanging out with everybody, just cracking the hell up. I want to keep doing that because it was so much fun. 
Yeah, so you know you can always find us there again, twitch.tv slash hopelessprofessionals if for some reason you found this and you weren't there. Um, thanks again to everybody. And uh, so some of the things that we've been doing, we kind of looked forward towards the end of the year. We were trying to think, you know, what are some things that we can play that are entertaining that, that have a sequel later so we can yeah. remember what the hell's going on but also have fun, uh, which led to my playthrough of The Last of Us. Damon introduced me to that game and is way better than I am at it, so it's fun to watch him play on those harder difficulties where you have to, to be more resourceful than just shooting everything, which I like to do. Which um, is still fun, though. That, that is you true. You have to admit that is true. Um, so I think right now, um, you know, with, with some of the community, I've been fortunate enough to play through, I think, about a half of Borderlands 2. Um, you know, with uh, we're doing that pretty, I guess right now it's me, Barry, and David going through. They've played many times. They're kind of sure by me through. And that's, that's I think, the main thing that I'm playing, except for Stardew Valley, which I, I think I have an unhealthy obsession with. Which is understandable because that game is incredible. It really is. It's so unfortunate like that I have to go to work instead of playing that game all day, but I digress. <laughs> um, I plan on, as well, I want to jump into Borderlands 2. I've been wanting to play it. I actually bought the, the Handsome Collection probably, I think I bought it like the week it came out because I was thrilled to play it. And then it just had so much going on that it kind of fell to the wayside. And then hearing you guys talk about it, has made me want to pop it in and try to get leveled up so I can play along with you guys. And then I, I, I want to build off of what you said earlier where you were talking about us playing games that have sequels coming out. And you and I have kind of mulled over this idea where we're going to do a co-op gaming night once a week or so. And I think the first game that we're really going to focus on with that is going to be the Gears of War um, series. Probably do the four main games over the summer or maybe starting in the fall yeah. we might skip judgment because that game is okay but honestly <laughs> the the gears of war one the remastered two three and four i think it would be awesome to play through those from start to finish and kind of have people join in and 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 talk about you know why they like those games so much as well yeah and i mean one thing that i really enjoyed doing was um, you know, we really hyped God of War, and uh, we had so much fun with it. Unfortunately, it was when God of War came out. That's whenever jobs changed and everything got crazy. So we didn't get to give you guys much of a podcast follow up. Yeah. But the game is just beautiful. And again, uh, you know, this is meant to just get us in the habit. So we'll go through all that, and we'll, we'll probably do an hour and a half podcast as soon, just so we can just talk about everything. I also fell in love with Far Cry Five, but um, so we'll get some some reviews out for those. Um, you know, we're trying to get. You know, I'll do. For me, I'd like to do one review a month, if not more frequently than that. Maybe, uh, you know, a, a dividends and interest, which is my just kind of dumb blog, blog column where I'll talk about everything that's going on, where we want to be going, what's, what, you know, what our hopes and aspirations are and how those are changing and what goals we are hitting because that's always exciting to, to, you know, celebrate the little things as they're happening. Um, yeah. But that's, that's my commitment. I know that you, you do really well with your, uh, your video or how do you call them? I guess video reviews. Well, I want to do more, and I've captured a ton of footage. Um, and then, so I, you know, you mentioned we 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 both took work, time off of work to play God of War, and I probably powered through that game in about three days. And then I had huge aspirations to make a video review as quickly as possible. And then I started a new job a week later, and then have found myself just overwhelmed between work and school that I haven't really found no time to even game for pleasure. 
let alone find time to game for work per se. And now that <laughs> I know it's been a couple months since the game came out, but I plan on doing a video review for that. And then I want to kind of work on doing some videos. I want to do about two videos a month to start. And then once I get more comfortable putting them together, try to make it a video a week if I can find the time. And that's really my personal goal for this website and everything that we're doing moving forward. Yeah. And one of the things I think uh, we're going to try to work together on is, is doing the social media a little bit better. Um, we had a couple of things happen. We're going to restart the Instagram, um, be a little more active on Twitter, try to find ways to, to make that not because you know this this is much more the hobby than the job so we're trying to find ways to make sure that we're meeting our own desired criteria without being upset if we don't so it's yeah you know working smarter and not harder so sometimes you know the, like with the twitch stream being as great as it was you know you could just jump on and stream for two hours whereas in you know again we're three time zones apart so getting these things together plus what kids are you know the kids are doing plus making sure that we're helping doing other things and work to sit down for an hour and a half to talk about games into a computer screen is <laughs> is extremely exciting but not necessarily for everybody in the house that we have to kick out of a room that so yeah um but that's cool so um you know i i don't know if we have any more closing thoughts um the only thing uh for me is really the uh i think that uh i wanted to say that hang on why am i having such a hard time with this uh next generation consoles we briefly touched on those i wanted to talk about what games you think were released at e3 that will be 100 percent or at least 90 percent next gen consoles oh um you know if i had to if i had to be completely honest i think nothing that sony announced is next gen um i know that cd project red has said that cyberpunk is 100% a current gen game. Yes. And so it just makes me think that nothing that was announced at this E3 is going to be a, like a next gen release. I just don't, I think that everything now is kind of, that's why there was so little surprises because everybody has been working on all of this stuff and they plan on releasing it in the next year. And then all of the stuff that's coming out later is still under wraps so I, I don't think that anything we saw, unless it gets delayed and then gets delayed to a point where it gets to be more, you know, cost effective to port it to maybe yeah. have be at a launch game for a new system would make sense. But I really don't. I think everything here is going to be coming out in the next year or two I, uh, before I think next gen consoles. I think there are two games that we saw that were revealed briefly that will be either the launch games for the next consoles or will come out within the first year um those two games being the halo unlimited which seems like will be a halo, halo game. Infinite, infinite right yeah halo infinite yeah that's sorry i just put halo i um which that's all right unlimited doesn't start with an i so i'm not gonna uh, anyway, I think that that looks like it's going to be a Halo Halo uh, games as a service, which could be really interesting. I think that will be next gen. I also think that the Elder Scrolls Six will oh, be. You know what? You're absolutely right. They actually. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. Todd Howard specifically said that um, Starfield. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and Elder Scrolls Six are next gen games. Cool. 
I like it. But I, I think you, you picking out Halo Infinite, that's one of those ones where you really don't know. And kind of with Microsoft's strategy, they could totally release it in a year and then upgrade it again for next-gen stuff because that seems to be their philosophy moving forward where all of the old stuff you own is good and everything you're going to buy is going to be good for what you have. Well, to, they're trying really to not leave anybody out. The only argument that I would have there is the fact that uh, I don't know if you played Destiny 1, but Destiny 1 had huge problems at launch because they wanted to inclu- include uh, current consoles, which were relatively new at the time, as well as the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. And it limited all the, you know, it, they, they had some real problems and eventually had to leave everybody in the dust. So right. I, I know. don't want Halo... I'm going to call it Halo Unlimited. I want Halo Unlimited to have that problem. Um, but it would be interesting if Microsoft, with all these studios and their new focus on the gaming platform, if they find a way to migrate that well and to see you know, what they can do. I mean, hell, I'm just excited for the game. Um, so we'll see kind of how everything goes. And uh, hell, we'll probably talk about it more on this podcast. Yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps us up for this little welcome back podcast. Uh, I think the next thing we can look forward to is doing a full-blown God of War in-depth. And then we still got to do our top five games of all time. Yeah, David, podcast. let us live that down. Yes. Um, so, yeah, thanks thanks to everyone again. Um, you know, this whole thing, I think we're really humbled by it all. This all started with us just, uh, you know, writing about games we played last year and, and kind of just seeing what happened. And I feel like, uh, you know, the traction here is, is enough to where now we're having so much fun. We can't really stop. So, um, you know, ups and downs. And so just bear with us as we're doing some of that, but, uh, you know, again, twitch.tv hopeless professionals, uh, come like us on Instagram. I, I believe Instagram and Twitter are hopeless at hopeless pros because yes. uh, hopeless professionals is actually quite a bit to type sometimes. Uh, and then hopelessprofessionals.com. Uh, Damon did a great job with the website so you can see everything you've ever really put out on there. And, uh, you know, we're going to just keep moving on and upward and uh, we'll see where it takes us. And we'll see you on Twitch. Yes. Live and, and live and live. Live and live. And uh, <laughs> I think what we're trying to do this is a huge work in progress, but maybe every other Saturday that um, we bridge a couple communities together and we do some Jackbox streams. So um, mainly through Discord and things like that, because sometimes Twitch followers get a little, uh, a little, little wild. But um, so you know, just come on in. We're trying to get in, as involved with the community, with our community, with other communities. We just want to have fun and uh, you know have fun with people who like to have fun as well. So uh, we look forward to seeing you guys wherever we can. All right, we'll see you soon.